Reddit dit to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 8th. It's tough, guys. I know it's tough. I'm going through it right now. Sat in the stands for the entirety of the game. For even after the game, I, I didn't want to walk out with the crowd. I just, you know, didn't want to deal with all that because people were mad and rightfully so. But I don't, I didn't want to deal with that. It, uh, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. I guess it's bittersweet. We had a great tailgate again. We're two and zero, which is huge. We're two and zero, but it didn't carry over to the game. It did not. And you know, the biggest thing about this game that I am going to take away in terms of like hopefulness for the rest of the season or for the program or whatever is we look better than last week. We did. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. if we're going to take any good away from it, and I don't think there's much good. Don't hear me wrong. I don't think there's a lot of good in this because it was a game. I it, I said it on Wednesday. I said it yesterday on the, on the uh, live show. I just, I feel like this is the game you had to win for your program, for Jeremy Pruitt, for head coach had to win this game and you, you failed to do it and you had an opportunity to do it and you failed to do it. Uh, your t- your players put you in a position, and I'm not saying it's all on Jeremy Pruitt. I'll get into that when we recap, but I think coaching did play a part in it. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's you're in their profession. When you win, it's the players. Yeah. When you lose, it's you. That's how it goes. Um, that is that is how it goes. But you know, I, I was I was kind of depressed about it because I mean, Vol Nation showed up. Yeah, and I, I'll get into that. Like we stayed in our lane. Yep. We stayed in our lane. We we showed up, I think it was 92,000 mm-hmm. or 93,000 was the um, attendance. BYU showed up too. Yeah, no, I mean, there was a lot of blue. Yep. There was a lot of blue. So, I mean, they probably had at least 10, 15,000 of that, mm-hmm. yep. of, of that 92. But still, you just had your worst pro- uh, loss in program history. Yep. And that fan base still put faith in you and, you know, wanted to cheer you on because they love this program. And we showed up. Um, so, shout, you know, yeah, shout out to Vol Nation. Uh, I mean, you all, we all deserve more than what we're getting right now. For sure. We deserve a lot better. Yeah. Um, I deserve that, a lot better. Yeah, I do. <laughs> other than that, it's been a terrible weekend. I'm just kidding. It I, Since since the game, it has all gone downhill. I went to brunch this morning. I love where I went to brunch, so I'm not going to name them because I, I, I love them. I'm not going to do that to them. But I had, a ste- I had steak and eggs. Didn't bring my eggs. They brought my eggs. They weren't that good. The steak was cooked like a freaking burger. And Ooh, you not got a the, good burger. You got the roadkill from not Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> not a good burger either. That's what that was a disappointing part. Now mm. I had potatoes and those were bomb. So I'll give I'll give you that. But yeah, I, I don't even want to name the place because I'm not gonna give them a bad name. Um, they've done way too much good for me for me to just you know after one quit on them. So mm. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, my my weekends it's been it's been rough since then since the game. Yeah, I had Tennessee lost. The Panthers lost. And my fantasy football the team. Panthers ended up losing. Who they lose to? The Rams. Oh, okay. Yeah, McCaffrey went off though. Yeah, it was like thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah, gotcha. Bad. That's rough. That's rough. That's a good thing. Well, I mean, you know, my NFL team got spanked by the Titans. So, <laughs> good night. I did get to watch some of that game, so that was good. I did. Um, guys, we we do. Hey, but the weekend's turning around right here. We're gonna finish it off great on a high note. So here we go. We're gonna talk BYU loss. We're gonna talk about the tailgate a little bit. Um, we're gonna talk about some things that have to change. Uh, we'll do a college football recap. There are a lot of great games this weekend. Um, we're going to talk about those. We got a Hard Knocks review, the last Hard Knocks episode, which sucks because there's so much more drama happening in the Raiders right now, or pre just now happened. Yeah, after, uh, after the right after. The episode was over. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, we've got our segments. Uh, so before we get into all that, I do want to tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. If you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. 
let's face it, where you're, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Do you know you could uh, bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. So join now, and my bookie will uh, double your first deposit. Just use the promo code CHAIR. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit mybookie.ag. You play, you win, get paid. Bet against the balls. That's my only advice now. Yeah. That's all I got for you. And hey, if you're like me, don't bet you know, enough money that'll make you sad. Bet, bet enough that you know you can you, you can spare it. And if you win, great. So that way you're you're winning or the balls are winning, one or the other. I will never bet on the balls ever. Never, never in my life. I won't do it. I, I won't even do a ball board. <laughs> I refuse to even do that. I need to start doing those because like I know someone who put, who puts like five bucks on the ball board and he doesn't even pick. Dude, he doesn't even pick it. Like he takes the leftovers of it. Like. So okay. yeah, so like he, so he has no say in it. It's like a five dollar ball board. He's like, one year I won like one hundred seventy five bucks. It's oh, like nice. five five bucks every time. Like every see, I would I would do that. I I don't want to pick anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I it's really wanna... smart that he's just picking up crumbs because <clears throat> yeah. like, you know, yeah, it's not a lot of money. It's like twenty bucks a week, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but yeah, he's like, yeah, I won like one hundred fifty one week. Like yeah. that is that's awesome. Awesome that you're not paying attention and you won that money. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. that, like that makes it so much better. It's like you know. When I won, when I won hundred dollars on one hand on the cruise, I, I had no idea, so it, it made it so much sweeter. Yeah, like I beat you, and I didn't know what I was doing. Right, <laughs> it's on you. Yeah. That's that's your mistake. Yeah. Um, so yeah. speaking of that, I feel like last night was Tennessee's mistakes. It wasn't really anything BYU did. It was more yeah. of us just giving it to them. I yeah. mean, we literally gave it to them at the end. Yeah, and that you know that's what I'm gonna say. That was my first talking point is the defense. I thought they played good. I'm not going to say great. I'm not going to say, you know, okay might be the right word. You mm-hmm. held them to 16 points. The reason I kind of don't want to say great is because they want a high-powered offense you were playing. Right. You know, Zach Wilson's a good QB, but he's really proven. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's why I say they played good. Okay. And then the last they got They got off the field when they need to. They yeah. don't – we don't force turnovers. We got to start forcing turnovers. Yeah, we don't do that. I feel like all. the defensive line was really close, though. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really – like, part of me was saying we're going to lose this game. Part of me was going – we might create a turnover. Yeah. And but we can't. That, that's an issue. And and it really sucks cuz I play I feel like they played pretty good and but when you lose, the only thing people remember is the last play. Yep. And you, you just you can't let a guy go 50 yards there. You, no. you keep him in front of the half line and you get you get burnt for whatever reason. And our corners were struggling all night, man. And that's it. Like if they're making some plays after struggling, but if you if they complete that pass they might have another play mm-hmm. where they get tackled in bounds, but that was it. Because, I mean, they got tackled and, like, had to spike it with six seconds left. Yeah. So there was, like, no time left. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how how you let that happen. No, I mean, have, it, it was the Maka Abernathy in Florida all over again. I was like, oh, he's scoring. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then we tackled we him. Did. But Yeah, if the great thing about that tackle is if that's NFL, that might be the game. Oh, yeah. If that's the NFL play clock. So that's that's the great thing about that. I mean, because yeah, they didn't have any timeouts. Um, but defense played too fast is the comment I got. You know, Nigel Warrior needs to sit. Yes, I agree. He is he is, in my opinion, kind of like JG. He has worked himself off the field. Mm-hmm. He's he's worked himself off the field. Defense playing too fast. If that's if that, if that if that's the case, yeah. that's a good problem to have in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that means you're probably overrunning tackles. 
uh, because you're running hard, but that's a fixable problem. Like that, that's a coachable thing that can be fixed. Um, but I thought Theo Jackson came in and played well. I don't think he played great, but I've, I think he, got, he did better he than Trayvon Flowers. Yeah. yeah, he got his name called. He, bunch, he led the team in, in tackles, had a tackle for loss. Um, we got to the quarterback a little bit. Latrell Bumpus had two sacks. Yeah. Darrell Taylor had a sack. And that's I feel like our defensive line just did a really good job. It was, you know, uh, the, the fact that Zach Wilson has the ability to get out of the pocket or move around in the pocket and make plays did hurt us a little bit, yeah. which we knew it would. I mean, that was a problem we knew we'd have. And, you know, a lot of times our we played okay in the secondary. It was just – it's the last play, mm-hmm. and it's what we remember. Yep. And I don't understand why we were playing so high, like so far up on them. What what hurts us if they throw it under us? I don't know. I mean, I have no clue because that it, it makes me so mad because I'm like, okay, I don't make that bonehead mistake. Yeah, and, and what you know, what Jeremy Pruitt said after the game, and again, this is where I go back to, I you know, Wes Rucker said he thought last week was on the coaches. This week was on the players, vice versa, in my opinion. Last week was um, effort, in my opinion, and that can't be coached. I mean, you, you want it or you're not. Motivation, motivational speeches, the yelling and screaming in the locker room will only take you so far in a game. Yeah. And when you get hit in the mouth, it, it doesn't take you anywhere. So, I, I, on the players last week. This week, I felt like it was on the coaches. Mismanaged stuff, and then you've got that play. And Pruitt said it was the same, pretty much the same coverage, same play we ran the play before where they got to the quarterback. They either got the sack on the – on two plays before, and then the other one he threw it away. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. But they said it's the same thing, but I'm just thinking, back off. What is a little two-yard hit? If he throws a two-yard hitch, what does it hurt if he has to get it out that quick? Yeah. You know, and then if your guys can't set – by the time they run a, a deep route, if, you're, if your guys can't get back to him and make him throw it away or make him move and run, then the play wasn't going to work anyway, so. Right. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll say it's just – I think it's, there's blame on both sides. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree because like, like last week that, was definitely an effort thing. This this week was more execution, so you can put it on the coaches, but it also is is the players' fault as well. I think. I mean, I think I think there's blame to go around the players because, like, yeah, I don't like the coverage in the last one, but you still could have made a play in the coverage you were in. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like they completely put you out of the play. Oh no! So that that's not yeah. Don't mishear me. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I just I feel like the play call is you can you the play call wasn't great either, and that's that's why I, I say coaches. Yeah, and in the offense, I mean, they need to score. They need to score, I mean, but you can't rely on Smagley to hit. Yeah, did he hit two fifty yarders? Something like that. I or, think the other one like was close. Yeah, yeah, it was beyond forty. So there's one. He had one fifty one. I don't know what else he had, but that was as long as fifty one. So yeah. I mean, four field goals. Yeah, I mean, you got to. It's BYU. You got to score. BYU. Their defense and, isn't good. And what's you know, our offensive line. Let's let's touch on them. I guess they they played they played okay. When you rush for 240? 242 final, yards, yeah. You can't say they were terrible. No. You don't rush 242 yards with a terrible offensive no. line. Now, did they mess up in some key spots? Yeah. yeah. Could they have gotten a better push on like that fourth and one? I hate the end-round play, but you still should get the first down. Yep. And, you know, we we let a guy get off, off the edge. Got to really protect the edge on an end-around, and we didn't do that. And that's some on a water yeah, The most important guy block, out there. we did not block. Yeah, him. exactly. And, you know, you saw why we didn't just run up the middle because the middle got penetrated way too easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, my, yeah, my, my issue is just that it was little mistakes and then it was guys that needed to capitalize. that didn't capitalize. And I guess we can move into it. Like yeah. One of those guys is JG. Yeah. I mean, You're, if you want to put the blame on somebody, like if you just have to put one player, I mean, JG just didn't make plays. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not. Someone said they rushed three. It's a right call. I'm not knocking the rush at all in that yeah. play scenario. I'm knocking how we played in the secondary in that scenario. I just and again, was it, who was it? Elante on that side. Yeah. You got to get a better. You can't let a guy just run free like like no. he did. You can't. So don't hear me wrong. You still should have played better. But I just don't like that coverage there. I think keep everything in front of you. If they're on like if they're on like their 45 or our 45, I might be talking different story. Jam them, try to get to the quarterback and make a play. Mm-hmm. I might be talking different, but I just think keep everything in front of you then at that point. Yeah, so, I mean, I, 16 seconds. It, it wasn't like it was just like he just like ran like I ran, ran right by mine. No, yeah, untouched. Just, yeah, didn't touch him. Didn't really like run. It wasn't really like oh crap, he's behind me. It wasn't like that initial yeah. reaction. He was like. Oh, he's throwing it. And then Nigel Warrior was out of position, made a terrible play on it. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, again, the players are definitely at fault for that play, too. I'm just Mm -hmm. not crazy about the coverage. And I think if you keep the ball in front of you there, you you probably win the game. Yep. So, or the the route's in front of you. Um, But, yeah, I mean, JG, someone said he has to be benched. If we don't have a better quarterback on the roster, at least start a guy that you can improve. JG has proven he's not going to get better. He yeah, showed. I mean, he's another guy like Nigel Warrior. I think he's played himself out of the position. He's he's definitely worse than he was last year. And and it's not just like oh well you know Jim Chaney came in he runs a complex offense. It's not the offense. It's just his his simple quarterback progression is terrible. Yeah, and I'll give him credit, man. He tried to fake it like he was he was making calls a lot of scrimmage before, but like he yeah. would point to guys and still not know they're coming. I mean, just because you have guys identified doesn't necessarily mean like you still got to know that edge rush is coming to your backside and mm-hmm. you got to move him. <clears throat> yeah it's kind of the point about eric gray eric gray did a terrible you know against georgia state he didn't block well on that play but if you move over the guy at least has to make another step to tackle you yeah that kind of deal i mean yeah he and then you talk about the passing i mean not only is he staring receivers down he's also late throwing the ball which i don't understand how you have those two combinations if you're no. staring down you should know exactly when to throw it yeah <laughs> that shouldn't be a question of it no. and the two touchdowns only one in regulation they, they were great plays by the wide receiver, by yeah. Juwan Jennings. <clears throat> yeah, right, right place at right time. I mean, that should have been a pick. Yeah. That first one regu- regulation should have been a pick. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I thought there was some predictable play calling as well. Every time we put Austin Pope in the game, they knew we were running. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, we picked up yardage some of those times, but other times we got to stop in the backfield because they know exactly. If you put Ramel Keaton and Cedric Tillman in it, Wide receiver, they know they're not throwing it. Yeah, and then you've got that play to Austin Pope, speaking of him, that you set him up for failure. And people around me were yelling about how much they hate Austin Pope, and that was terrible. And I was like, that's on JG. Yeah. The guy was there. You can't throw it to him. Yeah. If the guy makes a, if that's a really good linebacker, it's a pick six probably because mm-hmm. he knows when to step in front. Yeah. So, yeah, that was terrible. Someone said, is, is JG our best option, really? Um, he, he may be the most comfortable guy on the offense. He may be making the right throws in practice or whatever, but you've seen what he's done in games. You've seen he's shown zero improvement since last year Yep. against Georgia State and BYU. He's not running out there and playing uh, a West Virginia team that was picked by some people to win the uh, Big 12. He, he's, not, he's not going out and playing Florida. Those aren't the two competitions we're comparing. That's not it. The teams he played against this week, this week and last week, he should have been showing improvement. And should, but he's not. Yeah. Am I saying that JT Shout and Brian Mauer are better? I'm not saying that because I don't know. Yeah. But why not? Why not give him a chance? All our coaches have is seen him in practice, and at this point, if JT's practicing better, don't are you kind of trying to 
aren't you starting to think maybe practice it in the best judgment? Maybe we need it. Like next week against um, next week against UTC is a great chance to see another yeah. quarterback. Yeah, put them in whether, and see what they can do. I, I mean, want him to start, but whether he starts or not, I don't care. But you need to see it. You need to see another quarterback. Yeah, I think. I don't think they'll do this, but in my opinion, I think. Garantano, you sit this game. We're gonna have JT and Brian Maurer switch out. Yeah, I think one plays one quarter. That way, you get them, you give them drives in a row where they're able to get in the flow of the game, um, and then you give JT Shroud the the second half or, or vice versa, and, I, I'm and not see, see what they do. I'm not against it, especially now since you have the new redshirt rule. I'm not against it now if like Brian Maurer, JT, whoever. For what it's worth, when J uh, JG's shoe came off and they thought he was gonna have to sit out the next play, Brian Maurer did run onto the field. So it's, Brian Maurer's probably your two, okay. your number two. Yeah, that, I mean. Um, Whatever. Well, when I, and when I say ran on the field, he was like, I don't even think he was past the hash marks that are on the sideline. Yeah. When they were like, no, like he's going to be able to get in the next place. Yeah. They were good. Um, but it was Brian Maurer that moved that way. So I think he's the two. So, you know, Brian Maurer starts. But I, I think it's a practice this week. It's open. It should be. It, it, sh- it should be. Yeah. No one's no one's first team, second team, third. No. Yeah. Everybody is on a clean slate in my opinion. And I agree with a lot of people who said on Twitter and a lot of people are saying in our broadcast right now, offensive line is an open competition per se, but you just need to find your, your five. Your yeah, solid find five. your five. Absolutely. You've got to find your five. Um, and I, I think I think, I think think this offensive line <laughs> has a chance to be successful if you find a solid core five. I, th- I think there's some talent on there yeah. for sure. Um, and there's guys that have improved too. And there, there's guys that's going to make mistakes. You know, you had holding calls on, on Morris and uh, Darnell Wright. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's going to happen. They're freshmen. Yeah. They're true freshmen. Right. And – Darnell Wright, he wasn't even in here in the in the spring. Right. So right. I mean he's been here like what, four four months? Not very long. <laughs> four months. So yeah, I mean you're you're gonna have that some growing pains there, but yep. there's a lot of youth on this team. I mean, you're starting three guys, pretty much three guys that on offense yeah. that are freshmen, and two guys on, on defense. And then you have a totally new defensive line. So you have a bunch of new players. So, I mean, there's going to be some growing pains. I'm not giving excuses. You still have to beat uh, Georgia State and BYU. Yeah. You still should have beat them. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at the hopeful side of it. Yeah. I appreciate that. And Adam, me and him were texting earlier, and he even said, you know, he mentioned the freshmen and sophomores that are starting. And yeah. he's a guy that's normally so realistic, he's almost negative. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah, so he has hope. I feel like, you know, some of us should have hope, too. Um yeah, you know, the freshman part I think is big. But, again, I think at this point you see guys like Darnell Wright. If you just get him comfortable, I feel like he's going to be a really good player this year yeah. for you. And so, I mean, if, if I don't know. I, I want to see that those two positions especially open as far as finding a solid five. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing so many, like, experiments in and out, throughout yeah. the game. Yeah, we need to keep the same five in there as long as possible. I mean, I know there's gonna ha- they're going to have to have a backup in every now and then. That's going to happen. Yeah, they're big guys. They're like three hundred plus pounds. They're gonna need a break every once in a while. Yeah, um, but I mean, you sh- you should find a starting five. It-, it shouldn't be that hard. And then with the quarterback situation, I mean, a lot of everybody say- everybody saying you have to start a new quarterback, and I'm not gonna disagree because I want to see it. I mean, I, I and if anybody's arguing that JG is the best person on the roster, first off, you don't know that. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. You haven't seen him play in a game. You don't know that. We heard in 2013 Josh Dobbs wasn't going to be wasn't going to play due to people coming in behind him, plus that he just wasn't good in practice. And he comes out and and now he's holding records at UT. So give him a yeah. chance. He, he was him, terrible yeah. practice player. Yeah, let him play in games. Um, yeah, let him play in games. I I want to see it, and I kind of want to touch on that. I I'm not going to say 
you should change out quarters. What I'd like to see, though, is whoever the starting quarterback is, come out and just score quick, come out fast, put points on the board so we can get another quarterback in the game. Dude, and take some shots. We don't yeah. take any shots. I think that has to do with Cheney's trust of JG, too, which is dangerous. I mean, right. Which makes me feel like <coughs> who's making the final decision there. But also, like, he made ton of tons of mistakes, and you still kept him in. So, yep. I think there's trust there, but is it not as – not as much as we need it to be. Right. To take those shots to be Because at one on one coverage last year, I mean, look at Auburn. Yeah. That's how we tore apart our Auburn. Yeah. With just throwing it to Callaway, Jennings, Palmer. But we don't take any shots. We like I don't understand and, and he's not throwing people open. Yeah. He's throwing to an open receiver. Yeah. Which is a lot easier than throwing <laughs> to somebody open. So I mean it yeah, it's just basic quarterback progressions that it's just bad. Yeah. It's it just is. terrible to watch. It is. Someone said you aren't winning with him. You can lose without him. I agree 100%. <laughs> I want to see another quarterback this week. I do. And your, your offense is only going to be as good as your quarterback. That starts and ends with your offense. And team, I think you could say as well. Yeah. Team. It's, he's your leader, naturally. He's your guy that everyone looks to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people said on TV his body language on the sideline wasn't great. I don't like that. I, I've been complimenting him how his body language has been better, especially since Georgia Tech his sophomore year. I hope. His body language wasn't as bad as some people said. Because I mean, I want the guy to be. I want the guy to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, selfishly, as a Tennessee fan, and also, and, and we've we've praised JG. Yeah, we've been behind him. Yeah, um, eh, behind him. Eh. I've been even with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we haven't like called for his job up until probably this point. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't say we called for his job because I I think we're I think we've been with the rest of everyone. Like we don't know who the better quarterback is. You kind of just assume it's JG. Mm-hmm. You know, you hoped hearing JG was your starting quarterback the whole time was gonna give him that confidence to improve and it just didn't it and, and i don't fault pruitt for giving him that opportunity and i mean now, is, i think it's now time for pruitt to make a tough decision and bench him and is jg gonna he's probably gonna be here next year yeah if the season's going like it is now he's probably gonna be back another year but harrison bailey's coming in and he's he's legit yeah I, I, knowing what we know about our quarterbacks right now we have and that's not seeing mauer or shroud but knowing what we know, Harrison Bailey is a day one starter. Yeah. And what I want to see is proof that we're willing to give guys chances. Give Mauer and Shroud a chance. JG has done nothing this season to earn a chance. No. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So why is he getting these chances of chances? And I agree with what someone else said. Like, And that these two quarterbacks in terms of talent, four quarterbacks in terms of talent, do not compare at all. But Jalen Hurts was a national championship winning quarterback. And he benched him. To go with someone he thought was better. Yeah. If you can't make tough decisions like that, you're in the wrong business. And Pruitt was there for that. Yeah. So he should know that. Yeah. If if you can't make a tough decision like that, you're in the wrong business. He's got to. You got You got to mention. I. You know. He's giving you nothing else. Absolutely nothing more. Yep. Get give someone else a chance to give him something more. It's time. And um. I thought Chandler and Gray looked good. You know, I feel like they could be a real force. Yeah. You know, that offensive line, I feel like they're going to improve each week. They did this week. They improved yeah, a you, lot. Yeah, you hope that's the yeah. that's the way they move. Um, Especially when we're able to get a a five in here. But I think with the whole team, it should be a clean slate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're 0-2. We need to find something. something yeah. something. Yeah. Something, something has to be new. Pruitt dressed 120 players. Obviously, we didn't see them all. But I think that's <laughs> part of the, in my opinion, to me what that says is, we're going to take nothing less than your best effort. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you don't play, we've got 119 other guys back here that want to play. 
And that's that's how I took it. So maybe that was a little bit of the motivational tactic to try hard this week. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. They obviously didn't play them all. But it, first off, it's cool that all those guys got to dress. Because we touched on it last week because of the whole Schamberger and uh, Dominic Wood Anderson tweets. Like, it is a privilege to play here. Yeah. It is a privilege. So the fact that those guys at least earned it just as much as the normal 66 road guys, 180 to 100 home guys that get to dress, they earned it just as much as them, which I feel like is the stance that he needs to take with the quarterback. Yep. They've not earned it any more. He's not earned it any more than Mauer and Trout. Give the other guys a chance, and UTC is a perfect week to do it. Also, I hope it's not JJ. Whoever your starting quarterback may be going into Florida, like this week when you open it up and you go, because it should be a week-to-week basis. UTC shouldn't just win out, unless you <laughs> dominate, shouldn't just win out the job. Right. So, whoever I'm thinking I'm going to start in the swamp probably should start. It better not be JG. If he starts in the swamp, I will. I don't know if I'll watch the game. He's, he's scared to death. And you can't have a quarterback that's scared no. to death to make mistakes. No. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to watch if, if he starts it. I'll keep up with the game, but I don't know if I'm going to watch. I mean, that's, that's like having Justin Worley in yeah. the swamp. It yep. really is. That, that's exactly who JG reminds me of. Mm-hmm. It's sad. So, yeah. I And, you know, again, I just talked about the Dominique Wood Anderson and the Schamberger tweet. First off, the fact that UT fans, I get that you as a player and as an administration, as a university, as an athletic department, you don't like that you have mad fans. But first off, they have a reason to be mad. Second off, being mad is way, 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 way better than apathy. Once you have apathetic fans, you don't have fans. Yeah. People don't go to the games when you lose, lose to Georgia State. People don't go to the UTC game when you lose. I think there's going to be at least 50,000 people there because people will give tickets away. People want to be at those games. Yeah. Like, people want to be at Tennessee games. And I hate it because I think an empty stadium. So, and 50,000 sucks for, for Neyland. Mm. But how many other schools in the country get 50,000 after those games? Oh, yeah. Zero, probably. Zero. Yeah. And you're, you're still going to have that. And, yeah. I. But anger is way better than apathy because a ex- great example of apathetic fans who don't give a crap, win or lose, what the team does because they're not going to the games is Kansas. You know who they lost to yesterday? Coastal Carolina. How many people were talking about it? Not a lot. Who was the talk of the town last week? We were. Because Tennessee cares. <clears throat> yeah, we care. And that that's that's why I don't want players to go after fans. Because if anything, we care probably way more than you. I know we're not putting on a uniform, but dude, like we would like we would take a bullet to, to <laughs> like we would take a bullet whoa, to whoa, the whoa. face <laughs> for I, a national championship. Am I guaranteed to win? Okay, you're guaranteed to live. Am I guaranteed but, to win the game? Or are they guaranteed to win a national championship? Oh, yeah, win All a right, national championship. Yeah, exa- right exactly. <laughs> like, you would take a bullet to the face knowing that you were going to live yeah. if you if it was to win a national championship. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I don't like players tweeting at fans. I don't like fans tweeting at players just because yeah. it's, it's going to be. And don't, don't tweet at players. Yeah. Don't tweet at recruits. Recruit. Don't do that. It's, don't call them bro. Don't call them buddy. <laughs> They're not your bro. They're not your buddy. Yeah. Stop. It, it just gets toxic, toxic at some point. Like it's it's not. Yeah, good. it's it's weird. Just, it's creepy. Just don't do it. Don't. Yeah. Do it. But yeah, I definitely don't like the the players tweeting at fans thing about number one. The fact I wish he had stayed, said like stay in your coverage or something. Stay in your lane though is pretty good for what he should have yelled at Alante right before that last play. Yeah. <laughs> or Nadja Warrior pick 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 him. I don't care. Um. So that that was pretty excellent. But I mean, yeah, ninety two thousand. It was. I talked to a couple of BYU fans when I left because I pretty much ended up walking out with the majority of BYU fans. And, you know, they all had little kids because, you know, their six wives had, yeah. you know, already, yeah. they'd already procreated. Yeah. So, and I'm talking, I'm like, man, that's They're all in the same cycle. Yeah. They do it all at the same time. And I'm time. like, dude, that that's really cool that you got to bring them. Like, that was an, an excellent game that 
you know, they're like six, seven years old. They probably won't vividly remember, but like they've been to a, a night game in Neyland that was a, you know, just rowdy crowd. I'm glad, I, like, I hate that they got to enjoy a win. I absolutely hate that. But like, cool that you all got to bring them and cool that you all, I wish y'all lost, but you still would have experienced a great game. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it was, uh, someone asked what the Dominic Wood Anderson was. That was the one that was, what was he on about? Was he staying? No, Schamberger was staying in your lane. Yeah. I don't remember the Dominique Wood Anderson. It's out there somewhere. I, it wasn't, I don't think, from what I remember, it wasn't anything. It was just like, you need to pretty much mind your own business kind of deal. Similar to, he fired off like three tweets. Yeah, Nothing but, like Jordan but I, I thought he. I thought he said something like, I hope y'all come and, and, and oh, support. Okay. So I, I don't think it was. So it's not as bad as Shamberg. So. Right. He wasn't cool. like just going after the fan base. Okay. Well then, sorry to Dominique <laughs> Wood Anderson about that. Um, <laughs> if it, I, you know, I hope I'm wrong. So if I'm wrong. Yeah. Good. But, uh. Looking on some positive notes, Jawan Jennings is Jawan Jennings. Mm-hmm. Brent Smaglia had some dong punches. Dude, absolute dong punches. Dude, he's he's good. And I tweeted and it. It sucks because like the past like ever. five years, our best player's been like a kicker. Yeah, but, dude. Uh, Doyle's first punt was it, was it wasn't bad. It was decent, but we, I expect more from him. And then his second, I don't know, if it was his second punt. The second punt I remember thinking about was an absolute dong punch that flew back there. I was like. That's my, that's my Doyle. My Doyle rules. <laughs> my Doyle rules. Yeah. That was... So, yeah, two best players. Sorry, I, I've been depressed. I really have. No, for yeah. about two weeks. And I, I was finally getting back. We're tailgating. I'm like, I'm feeling good again. I didn't want to say it, but everyone was like, Tennessee's going to win. I was like, dude, they might. Like, yeah. They might. <laughs> yeah. We might win eight games, you know? Who knows? Bill Bailey told me, though, that we're going to lose in overtime. And that man... I'm serious. Is a betting machine. Like I've never be. I've never won a bet against him. When he said it, I was like, <laughs> we're gonna lose an overtime. <laughs> we're gonna lose an overtime. Yeah. So he he called that one. But you said it. It, it reminded you a lot of the Oklahoma two thousand game. So was it the first drive? We go for it on like fourth down, like fourth and three, right? Mm-hmm. We go for it on fourth down, and we actually get the first down because of a penalty, right? I don't think we got it. Just I don't remember off of our own. Whatever. I haven't. I haven't gotten to watch the game yet. Um, the game again yet. I will um, I will watch it either later yeah, tonight to or tomorrow. I just haven't had a chance. I just didn't want to today. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been able to. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. No beer for me today. Um, I had enough of that yesterday. Um, so so just just a soda. Um, but yeah, just that first drive. I, I and I know it's it's not fourth and inches. It's not uh, fourth and you know fourth and goal from the inch line. It's not the same as Oklahoma. I'm thinking just take the points there. We get it. We go for it. I think we ended up having. Did we score a touchdown that drive? I don't remember. Yeah. We did. That was our touchdown. No, I don't think so because it was. It wasn't fourth and goal. It was like from the fifteen, the fourth and three scenario. If you guys remember, you can tell me. I'm trying to remember right now just how what possession it was when it happened. But I just remember thinking, man, this just feels has that feel of the Oklahoma game. We we drive down the field real well, get it. Then we start playing. Our defense starts playing really well. We're kind, con- you know, we're containing the quarterback to an extent. The running back looks really good last mm-hmm. night. Uh, so yeah, it was our our first drive was. A touchdown, and it was fourth and like fourth and three, was was at some point, something, like, and uh, we get it. Um, yeah, well, fourth, we, fourth and three was the Jennings touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm saying just kick it and take the points. It's not the same because a lot of people are starting to have those Oklahoma feelings. I'm like, it's not the same. It's fourth and three. You know what? What are your, what's your likeliness of, of getting this? You give them momentum. <laughs> it's a turnover essentially. Yeah, just, just take your points. Fourth sure. and three. What yard line was it on? Do you know? Five. The five, okay, that's closer. I was thinking it was like the 15. Okay, so yeah. now I'm thinking, now in my head I'm like, 
That's fine. Yeah, yeah. And when it all happened, I went, glad I was wrong. Glad, glad I was wrong. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then, But it should have been a pick. Should have been a pick. Then on the fourth and one that we get jammed at the at the line on the end around, I'm thinking, kick a field goal, take your points. Why not take your points? You know? Yep. And it's unfortunate. It happens. But, yeah, once we once we missed that fourth and one, I said, I texted my brothers, and I said, that's the game. I said, you can feel the energy in here. That's, like, even, like, the UT fans did great on that last possession of being loud. But that just sucked all the energy out of the stadium. Yep. So you, can't, you can't have plays that suck the energy out of the stadium. When JG missed Juwan Jennings in the end zone because he was late, that's yeah. when I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. And then he the, the next play. Yeah. On third down. That was on second down. On third down, Palmer was wide open in the end zone on, like, I think a post or something. Uh, me and Power T-Tape were, were talking about it earlier. And completely did not see him. Yeah. And Speak- then tossed it over. And right. it was fourth and one. Yeah, and that's when we did the end around. Spe- speaking of power, uh, power T tape, he's got a lot of great stuff that he's put out today. Go check that stuff out. It's he, he does a great job every game, but this game especially, he's done a good job of breaking down almost every run for us, almost almost every play. So, um, and that's so after that one, that's when um, Pruitt was like in JG's face. Yeah, yeah, which is good to see. You like that fire, and that that's what I think is funny. I guess Jeremy Pruitt did see some of the tweets about him not wanting to be here because he uh, he came out firing literally. <laughs> after they ran out of the team. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Poor number 31. I don't know who 31 is, but he got, he got like, checked. Yeah. Like, heart stop checked. Right. Like, dang, coach. He, he, okay. was, not, he was not expecting it. <laughs> no. That actually reminds me, one time we were walking out of his heritage senior year, and I was not someone who, like, slapped people in the helmet. I, I've never understood it. It's like, especially, like, nowadays, CTE. And, like, half the time when you're, like, slapping helmets, you're, you're not strapped on. Like It was Luke Lynn? It was, yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, so I'm walking out, and Julius turns around. Julius, Julian, what is her name? Yeah, what is his name? Julian. Julian, and like he turns around as we're all just we're casually walking out, like we're not even running out yet, and just sma- starts smacking people in the helmet. Stop! I'm like, dude, what the? <laughs> my chin strap is not on, and you smack me. He's he a big broke my nose. He's a big dude. Yeah, He's a big dude. That was not cool. Yeah, so I'm not a fan of that that kind of stuff. You get it though. Yeah. Um, hey, I was on the jumbotron. Were you singing Garth Brooks? Were you? Yeah, me and my dad. Nice. Raven kind of got out of it, but yeah. <laughs> Did you buy a beer? So somebody bought me a beer. Okay, I was like, Landon bought a beer because like Emily was like, should I go get a beer? I was like, I'm not spending twelve dollars on a beer. Oh yeah. I was like, I've got beer back at the tailgate that I'm, no, I'll drink. Definitely not. I did not spend that. Okay. Money. Yeah, somebody brought me and Raven a beer, so I was like. Hey, I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I don't blame you for that at all. First beer in Elon. Now, gotta, gotta Emily was it. like, "I kind of want a beer," and I was like, "I mean, if you get a beer, you have to buy me a beer." So I was <laughs> gonna absolutely. make her pay for it. But, yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of drinking, the tailgate was great. We're not doing it for UTC. We're, or you decided you weren't, right? Yeah, I just think okay. a noon game. It's just kind of a waste. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. So we are gonna take the week off, a much needed week off. We'll be back for Georgia, win or lose, Ooh. to Florida. Keep it close, get blown out, whatever. We'll be there um, cheering on the balls. And uh, come stop by. It's a great time. There's plenty of people there to interact with. We've got Cornhole. Didn't have football this week. We'll have make sure we have one next week. Um, we got a TV going. Got to watch the Army-Michigan game live. We'll get into some of that here in a minute. Um, and, and Ohio State and Cincinnati. What other games do we watch? Clemson and t- Texas A&M. Yep. So, yeah, we'll, it's a good time. Got good food. Got good drinks. Got good people. Makes for a good, good combination. Only thing you're required to bring? Good attitude. Good attitude. That's it. Good attitude. No matter what the Vols are going to do, you got to bring a good attitude. Um, 
Yeah, tailgate's a good time. 2-0, and baby. 2-0. and Vols are 0-2. And, and just one more thing to kind of – like, I feel like we dominated the game. No, we we. I feel like I feel so too. I, like I feel like we just were beating the well, crap out of them before the that. Score before that last drive, they had like what 130 yards or something like that. So they didn't. Yards? So the last carry they got, they went over 100 yards rushing. Okay. Gotcha. So they had 107 yards rushing. Gotcha. Well, that sucks. So I mean, we we had 418 yards. They had 339. They had more passing yards than us, but they also had that one long one that probably put them past us because it was like 64 yards. Yeah. So, yeah, just just unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Left too many points on the board. You can't have your – you can't kick four field goals and expect to win. No, I agree. You could kick a fifth one, though, and expect to win because you would have won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five you definitely win. <laughs> five wins it. Five yeah. wins it. No, I'm just kidding. I agree with you. I just – yeah, had to make that joke. So. But, yeah, um, we won possession also – yeah, we just can't force turnovers. No, we can't. We can't convert on third down, and we can't. That's force that's turnovers. another thing about that. I, I want to go into the coaching aspect, and someone just tweeted at me. Dallas just tweeted at me that he feels the coaches can't make Garantano throw good. I disagree because they can bench him, so they can definitely <laughs> make not make him. They can make him not throw bad. <laughs> yeah. So he might not throw at all. <laughs> I also want to touch on. I I don't think it's the players doing it. I think they're doing what they're told because we're running so many effing uh, routes. Under the sticks. With, yeah. like, people who aren't going to get extra yardage. And then we're throwing it at their knees where they can't run. Yeah. It happened too often. And, and I think a lot of that is first and second down. I mean, you you have to – if you execute on that, you don't get it in third and long and expect to – because third and long, that's, that's difficult to do. Because you know you're passing. Yeah. The defense knows you're passing. And then you have a quarterback who's – Who's got that clock ticking that he's going to get hit, and he's scared to death. Yeah. So he sees his first look. Oh, he's not open. The guy that's going deep, he's not open. Let me get it over over here for a one-yard game. Right. Right. Instead of just – he never gets out of the pocket. Have you noticed that? He never, no, like – he won't do it. He won't do it. Leaves the pocket. And he waits too long to throw it away, too. I, I'll take Peyton that. Manning got out of the pocket. That man is slower <laughs> than Christmas, and he got out of the pocket. Oh, Peyton Manning went slow. Peyton Manning just didn't run. Let's get that straight. Peyton Manning was slow. <laughs> Eli is slow. Eli's slow. Eli sucks at football. <laughs> two Super Bowls my ass. I, I could have won two Super, <laughs> two Super Bowls. It's two Super Bowl MVPs. And against the Patriots. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. That is stupid. I, I will say this. I, Tom I, Brady gets out of the pocket. He's slow. He doesn't have to run, but yeah, yeah, he's slow. Peyton chooses not to, and he's not slow. I'm telling you, if we saw him run four six forty easy, and that's good for a quarterback. <laughs> that's fake news. That is fake news. But hey, he's got that naked bootleg down to a yeah, science. I mean, he can. If you're slow, you got to get your fakes right. You have to. That was who did the pump fake? What team was that? Was it Cincinnati? I don't know. Their quarterback gave one of these pump fakes. Who the throws a ball like that? Who throws a ball like yeah. all just shoulders? You you have two hands. Who first off that that's not a good fake. But yeah, so uh, yeah, no, yeah, dude, fake. lay off the shrugs, man. Yeah, yeah, that that was a terrible fake. Yeah, but you gotta get your fakes right for slow for sure. Um, so what has to change? I, I think QB has to change. Okay, uh, get a solid solid starting five so, offensive line. So I don't know if like I definitely think you're gonna get have to give somebody an opportunity. If if you have yeah. to go with JG in Florida, it has to improve. 
drastically. Yes. Drastically. Has to improve. And and I don't know if it's it's him just being more comfortable because there's no competition behind him or or what? Because last year you were like, okay, JG, like, he's not terrible. Like, he didn't lose he didn't lose you games, and I feel yeah. like he lost us the game last night. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So and he had um what was his name? The transfer. Uh Christ. Yeah. Keller Christ. He had him. So he was like, Okay, I need to step up my game. Yeah. To be able to be the starter here. So maybe it was re- maybe it was reverse. That we should not have given him, named him the starter day one. Yeah, no. <laughs> we sh- we shouldn't have. Yeah, and like I think that that's confusing. When I say the games on the coaches versus the players, it's on everybody. It is. I just feel like the coaches could have put them in better positions, in my opinion. Because, like, yeah, I think that loss is a lot on JG. I do. Because mm-hmm. I think there were plays that he, if he makes, easy plays that he makes, you win the game. So I, I do agree with that. In, in terms of what Jim Chaney did last night, I thought Jim Chaney put us in – a decent position to win. You got a score. Your defense played well enough that you should have won the game. Yeah. And they're just and then I you know we talk about I, I don't agree with not kicking the field goal in that fourth and one that we were in the end round. I don't agree with the end around. Like, and that's a coach's decision. The end around is a coach's decision. Not yep. kicking the field goal is a coach's decision. And that sucks because if you get it, you're like, okay, that was a good call. But if you don't, then you look like an idiot. Yeah, and I'm not crazy about the fourth and three. Uh, I still don't think it was a good call. You got points, I guess. So cool. Like, Lucky. That's a, that, that's, a, that's a thing about calls, though. Is it's only as good as the execution. I mean, yeah, that that right that is. So I mean that yeah, that's I mean, that's on the players. That yeah. To do I mean, that. so like I said, it falls on both. I just feel like the coaches could have put us in a better position. I give the coaches a lot of relief from the Georgia State game because I feel like there's a lot of effort. Yeah, I do. Now there's things they could have improved. Just like the players could have done better this week. They could have not rotated the offensive line as much. They you know. Um, Trying to even think about Georgia State because I haven't thought about that much. Uh, I feel like we didn't run the ball very well. Um, defense wasn't getting a push; they were getting shoved back every play. I mean, there were things they, the player, or the, you know, the coaches could have done better, but the the players, I feel like the effort just wasn't there. Whereas I feel like the effort was there against BYU. Yep. So I'm not I'm not concerned with our effort anymore. But you got to find ways, and, and I don't I don't know if it it's the play calling or if it's just JG not getting it to him, but. Callaway should have more than 22 yards yeah. in a game. Oh, absolutely. Period. Um, Dominique Wood Anderson should have more than one catch for five yards in a game. Period. Yeah. yeah. Eric Gray should have more than two receptions and five yards in a game. Period. Yeah. Eric Gray played really good, by the way. Yeah, I he did. And Ty Chandler had 26 carries <laughs> for 154 yards and zero touchdowns. You couldn't even get him in the end zone. Right. Do you think Eric Gray and Ty Chandler run a lot alike? Yeah, so... And then they wear number three and number eight. So, so a lot of times it's like, great runs. Uh, Eric? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they they do until they until they get in the open field. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they're very different then. Because I feel like Ty Chandler is more of a guy who will like run you over. Yeah. Which Gray's trying to make you miss. Yeah, Gray's going to make you miss yeah. and make you look stupid. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I just, yeah, I, th- I think they have very similar body types. Yeah, they, they do. run very similar, like in terms of how they hit the hole, and then they're like sm- they're like smaller backs, but they're yeah. like they're not too small. Or right, but they'll still run you over. Yeah, but yeah, then from section L forty six with Miles three and eight looked very similar. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, a three. Okay, cool. Um, so the Battle of Bristol, you would never, no, never know who it was. First off, I could not tell you what happened. To <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think we scored a touchdown. Yep. 
It lost because even the jumbotron was far away, which it was yeah. massive, and it did help a little bit. But right, that's that's what you watch. You didn't really yeah. watch the game. You watched no. that thing, especially when the where we were sitting, the ball was in the corner, like mm-hmm. going to the corner of the end zone. I was like, Psh, I don't know, no clue. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I won't go back to a battle of Bristol. I had a great time, wonderful. We'll not go back. So 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 what else? You said quarterback play has to improve. That's easy. I think offensive line, you got to get a solid five, which is a little bit on the coaches, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's got to be five players step up and earn their spot. But, yeah, a little bit on the coaches, too. Um, don't think that, I think you have to get a solid five. Other than that, I think the offense has a really good chance to produce. And I'm, I'm excited where they go, especially in the running game. Um, defensively, man, I feel like your linebackers are playing, you're playing better. You had Daryl Taylor, who played really good last night. It's, the secondary is just so questionable, and I don't know how to fix it because, like, I agree with, you know, next week is the week to find some people. But, like, right now I'm like, I agree with a lot of people who are like, I don't know who you play at quarterback. I don't know who you play in the yeah. secondary. We need Bryce Thompson back is what we need. Yeah, and I, I think one thing that's that's going to help this defense is getting uh, Daniel Batuli back. Yeah. That's going to help. Henry T is playing great. Yeah, have they given a time on for Daniel Batuli yet? I think he's week to week. Okay. Or he might even be day to day. But his was – was it – Got a knee scope? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it shouldn't be too long. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully he's back by Florida for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we need more pressure. I think that, that helps the secondary out, for one. And I don't think the, the defensive line necessarily played bad, but they didn't. So, in the first half, I feel like they got pressure. In the second half, they kind of didn't get to it. Now, they stopped the run, which is great. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. But you need some guys to come off the edge. They got to get pressure up front. Yeah. Oh, there was one play that who was it? it might have been Bumpus. I don't know. He was flying off the edge, and they end up calling it dead. I think it was a great blitz. I oh, was yeah. ready for it to happen, and it was like right in the end, south end zone. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, here it is. Yeah, big hit, Tom. We've we've been missing these. It was <laughs> yeah, funny no you said that big too. Hits. Jeremy Jeremy Pruitt was talking about big hits. You know, no, we don't have that on this team. Yeah, I know. So, we need that. We need it bad. We need it bad. So, you know, another thing, I think we need to take some shots. Mm-hmm. I think. A big thing for the future of this team, we got to keep this recruiting class together. Yeah, and it sounds like Harrison Baylor is working really, really hard to do that. So, and and it's nice to see some guys kind of, you know, keep putting Tennessee fans at ease and be like, you know, we're, we're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my coach. You know, I saw Cooper Mays kind of tweet that at uh, Jeremy Pruitt, pushing the players and getting hyped up. Um, so I mean, that's that's good to see, right? But you got to hold on to them. And you, you got to give them something to look forward to as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, a big part. In, I mean, obviously the record matters too. But that's a big part, in my opinion, of where this – what happens to this coaching staff at yeah. the end of the season is, is what that recruiting class looks like. And I don't know. You probably know better than me how many we get in December and stuff. But Because, I mean, you got to figure that kind of out before signing day, and that's that's a tough thing to judge, especially in today's world. But that's definitely a big a big piece of it. So, yeah, I mean, the majority is going to sign in December because that's right. That's what early enrollees. You know, that's that's what it's becoming now. But I don't know. I mean, you're you're definitely Jeremy Pruitt's recruiting classes so far. Like those guys are the ones that are playing and making plays. Right. Not to, not to take away, you know, Juwan Jennings was a Bush Jones guy. He's he's basically carrying our team, especially on offense. Ty Chandler was a Butch Jones guy. Yeah, Trey Smith was a Butch. You know, there there's some Butch Jones guys that that are in here and are great players for us. Right. But the majority, 
are coming in here. They're they're different. They're young. Yeah, they're young. young. They're they don't have a billion uh, surgeries and <laughs> injuries and all that stuff. So you know they're they're more conditioned and they're playmakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put Kavaris Crouch in the other night. He had um, I think two quarterback hurries and a pass deflection. He didn't make a ton of plays, but I mean those are. Yeah. He made one. I mean, he's playing basically defensive end, and he's covering a guy over the middle and knocks the ball out of bounds. Yeah, I mean that that was huge. Right. So was I mean, that the was that on their tight end? It was in the south end zone. They were going to north end zone. The last second to last drive, maybe. Is that that? Play? I don't. I think this was actually the last drive. So okay, like so drive it, Okay, so yeah, that was it. <clears throat> so that play, I'm going. Our t- the tight end wasn't covered. Eighty nine wasn't covered. I'm like mm-hmm. they, I know who they're going to throw it to to get some yards here. Yeah, and I mean. If he had, che- it was obviously his last check down because he is. I mean, he was almost. He started on the left side of the field and worked all the way to the right side. Yeah. Line, and we just never got him covered. Someone said Smagley is carrying us, literally carrying us on his back. So on his leg. <laughs> on his leg, yeah. <laughs> on his leg. He loves it too, man. He is. I mean, he is just not just dong punching. He's whipping out his dong after. He's every one kick. of my favorite players. He's got some fire. I'll buy a Smagley jersey right now. Do it, but I'll do it. Let's just all try to get some Smagley jersey. Forty-two, baby. 42, you want to win, put 42 in. Exactly. That's all you need. <laughs> I mean, it's had worked so far. Instead but. of some of those fourth and fourth down, like down there, you should just let him kick. You might as well. Might as well. I mean, good Lord. He kicked four. Yeah. Let him hit five. Let five, you would have won it, right? Five, you would have won it. That's all I'm saying. Five, you would have won it. Let's talk about some college football. Let's get into that. Um, premier two. How, one, one more thing about that. How many games does Tennessee win? Don't put me on that, dude. I, I don't know. Like, and we got to get these Twitter questions in as well. Let's let's do that then right now. I think we touched on most of them. Yeah, we we did. I just want to read them off. So, okay. um, get Brent Vall said by changing quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, do you risk potential damage to a true freshman psych with Murder's Row coming up after Chattanooga? More issues still here beyond just QB. There's I mean, some, there's <clears> some <throat> more important issues beyond the QB. Yeah, I agree. yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, could it? Yeah, but if if you're gonna ruin his, you know, confidence or whatever, whatever, that can't be something you worry about, though. Right? Yeah. I like mean, if, if if this if you go out and ruin your confidence into UT, UTC or you roll into if you get the start at Florida and your your confidence is blown because something bad happened, you're not a gamer. You're not. You're, and so you're, yeah. so you're not gonna li- you're not gonna be the starting quarterback. If, here if, for if years you get your, if you get hit in the mouth against Georgia State or Florida, you're gonna fold the same way. Yeah. Exactly. So who cares? You're yeah. you're not the guy. Yeah. You're not the guy. I mean, that it's a difficult situation. It is. But I think you also learn – I mean, I don't think it's necessarily – it sucks for the quarterback who gets the start. But, you know, it also should feel – I mean, ask Nathan Peterman. I don't think he necessarily – like, he probably wouldn't – Peter Mann. Peter Mann. He probably isn't mad that he had to do it. He got to start in an SEC game. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you just you don't go, go to an SEC school yeah. and be like, oh, I, don't, I just want to play against, like yeah. – Bad competition. You got to you, you come to Tennessee to play against the best. You got to go out and perform. Period. Yeah. Period. Um. So another one it says after making little mistakes that cost us the game, do you think it's time to give other quarterbacks a chance next week against Chattanooga? We that was um, from Brando. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we touched time. on that. Um. So another guy at Guinness Forever sixty one said alternatives to go into the game Saturday. Alternatives, alternatives, alternatives. Um, I'll be actually working during the game, thank God. Um, I'll be keeping up with it on my phone. Um, man, we could tell you any a number of restaurants to go to. If any of those restaurants want to sponsor us, we can do live watch parties for away games. First away game, Florida, love to do one. 
Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of crap ton of people here too. Yeah. There'll be uh, it'll be a good time and um, yeah, find a bar. I guess is probably the best thing because then you just turn the Tennessee game off when it sucks. So that, I feel like yeah. that's your answer. Or find some good friends, go to their house and watch some games. Yeah, or if you just want to get away from football, go to a movie or something. Go to the movie, go to the mountains, <laughs> Smoky Mountains, right, right up the road. Yeah. Go do something Go do something without I mean, cell phones. It's still hotter and crap. You can go to the lake. You can go, yeah, you got plenty to do. So Do something besides solely watch the game. Besides solely watch it. Yep. So Crockett says, in your honest opinion, what has to be done to turn this around? I don't think it's impossible now. I'll say that. I feel better after the BYU game about getting it where it needs to go. Because of effort. Because it looked like the players wanted to play. Mm-hmm. There, We had guys making plays. We had guys flying around. Offensively, our offensive line blocked good enough. Were there some bad plays? Yeah, blocked good enough. Runners running hard. Ty, Ty Chandler, um, Eric Gray, any guy that got in there ran hard. Yep. Um, wide receivers, Jawan Jennings. Throw it, if, if, don't, if nothing else, just throw the ball to him every play for all I care. Like, for all I care. Throw the ball to me. If you want my honest opinion, I think it's going to take another year. And I, I think, hate I hate to say that, but I think another recruiting class, you fill holes that you have right now. Yeah. And I hope so. Yeah. At least, yeah. You hope so. I, I think we're going in the right direction, though. I, I feel like last week, a lot of people were asking me, and I was like, I, I still think, you know, I still think Peru is a good coach. I think he's got the right mentality. But, like, either one, he's just, you know, the players aren't bought in. Um, because they think he's faking it, so he's not doing it. He's not doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or two, like it's just you got to get these players out of here. Like some of these guys. Yep. And they they got rid of the one guy that it was very obvious he wasn't taking it serious, or he left. There was some yeah. butting of heads that he felt he needed to leave. See ya. Because he wasn't on board, and that's that. You know, those are the someone's not doing it the right way, and and whoever, whichever one that is, needs to be gone. Yeah. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to take another year. I'm, uh, you're probably right. I mean, I don't think it ha- I mean, you but, you don't win more than six games this year, and that's not my prediction. My prediction is I'm going to say three. Yeah. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say UTC. Um, you're either going to beat Van- or Kentucky or South Carolina, and you're going to beat Vandy. I would, maybe. I would, <clears throat> I would say three as well. Um, yeah, maybe. I do know Kentucky is – Terry Wilson's out for the season. Yeah. Um, so that might help you. And Vandy looks just as bad as us. Right. So it'll just be a, it'll be the toilet bowl. Yeah. So three and, and not saying, I mean, South Carolina, they don't impress me at all either. No, no, no. That, and, but I just don't <clears throat> see us going and winning all three of those games. No, that's, that's my thing no, right now. Absolutely. And I, Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I was, a lot of people asked me about this week and I did. Most people said, you know, the Tennessee win. I was like, no, I mean, I just don't think it's possible. Like, I don't think the way you played last week set you up to really just go in there and dominate. But they sure got your hopes up. Didn't they? <laughs> they did, man. They got me. I mean, I and you can. I cheered the entire game. The oh, yeah. entire game. I was uh, thankfully the guys in front of me were on their feet the whole game, so I got to stand up the whole time. Because like if they were sitting down, I had to be the guy, the asshole that is standing up. Thankfully, they were the assholes. So I was like, hey, these guys in front of me won't sit down. What do you want me to do? So that was good. There's also a BYU fan next to me wearing a helmet, so I'm not as dedicated as that. I forgot about UAB. I don't know how I forgot about UAB. Four games. We might get to four. Woohoo! We might get to four. We might get to four. You're make, but it is out of conference, so you know we might just choke that one away. As well, well, if I had to put money on, I'd probably say three. Probably so you don't? You think we beat UAB, UTC, and then we get an SEC game? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say four now. I'll say four. Okay. You put I, money I, on? I, it. I think, huh? I I, w- I would say like, if I didn't put money on, I'd be like, okay, yeah, we can if, win four games. If the lot, if if the lines at three, so if I had to pick four. 
or three or below. I I'd probably take that. I'd probably pick pick the over. You pick four. I'd probably pick the over. Okay. Yeah. So the guy the lines at three and a half. I, I'd take the over. Yeah. Um. Thank you for reminding me about UAB there, Jordan. Um. Much so, appreciated. Robert Wiseman said, "Will JG be replaced? I think it's possible. I think, you know, this this week is a clean slate for every quarterback. And I think somebody else asked about, yeah. So what's the status on Kasim Hill? Is he eligible? He is not eligible. He'll have mm. to sit out a year. But crap. I mean, can we get that waived? Right. I mean, at least he has some starting experience. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. But yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um, no." He's but will JG be replaced? I'm it's not. Possible. Yeah, I'm not completely bought in that he will just because we just don't know. Just don't know. All right. I mean, I don't know how you throw. You. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I hope so. From, I, I thought he shouldn't have been starting this week. Yeah. From I, what I've heard, Brian Maurer is a guy that maybe is not going to make. Like the ball is not going to look great coming out of his arm. Interesting. But he can make plays with his legs. Interesting. As well. Interesting. Well, I'd love to see that against UTC. Yeah. I would. Um, so, Chase Wheeler said, do you think we'll see a new quarterback next game? I think we will. I think we sh- we should. We should. Yeah. We should. So, uh, my man, Mark Maxwell, he said, why are, you, why are so many people turning on Peruk? Butch left us with so little talent and factoring injuries to Gooden Batuli, suspension of Thompson we are having – to have a running back play linebacker and are looking at receivers as possible DBs. Little depth and injuries. Just win, baby, win. Yep. I mean, Winning fixes everything. I I, I know I, it sucks for Pruitt, <clears throat> but it's the job you took. Right. If you won, if you went 12-0 and 0 and won every game by one point, nobody would care. Yep. You won every game. And I, I'm not going to turn on Pruitt right now. I, I definitely think he deserves to finish out this year. Yep. Now, I mean, if he goes and gets whooped by everybody left on the schedule, I mean, that's – that's the, you put you. I'll say this: Phil Former didn't look happy after last night. He didn't, but I'll you know I'll say this for everybody: I wasn't gonna, I wasn't ready to walk in and fire Pruitt. I'm not in the position to do it. No, and I didn't look happy. <laughs> no, yeah, so. that's that's true. But I mean, he's at least he's there, like taking notice. Apparently, he's at every press conference. By the way, yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, we we have had some some key injuries. You know, Bryce Thompson is suspended. Batuli, Gooden, you know, that sucks. It really does. Yep. But hopefully we're able to get Batuli back. But still still not an excuse to lose to Georgia State BYU. Right. Still should have beat them without those guys. Yep. So. I agree. I think, agree. yeah, TWA um, was the one that asked about Kasim Hill. So, it's all the questions we had. We had a lot of questions. Perfect. We love it. Ask us more questions for Wednesday show, whatever you got. We'll, we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, real quick on the college ball recap, let's just, I mean, just kind of touch on this. I wrote down some of my some of the bigger games or games that I got to watch or really pay attention to. Um, I do want to talk about Neyland. Did they ever throw up a scores of interest? So it was it, it was they didn't like announce it, but right, it was, right. it, yeah, it was going around. It, it was I on the. Saw, I never saw them. So it's usually like in my line of view, it's like right in front of me. Like okay, so that's end. right. That's right above me. But. It wasn't over there. It was over oh, okay. to this side. So they're in like different spots. Been, and I'm used right. to. Well, yeah. Normally I see them all around when yeah. they when they pop up, and I never saw a single one. I was pretty disappointed because <clears throat> um, I was keeping up because I thought Florida State was going to use to lose to Louisiana Monroe during the game. So I was keeping up with that. Yeah. That um, nice. Yeah. So Clemson, Texas A and M. Honestly, the way Clemson started, real hot. I didn't know if A and M would be able to keep up. Fourteen point loss to that Clemson team. I don't think's the worst thing in the world. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, credit to a It wasn't the upset they were calling for, but it was a, a good game. LSU and Texas. DBU battle for some reason. 45-30, 38, LSU won that one. Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and say LSU's DBU. Yeah, for sure. Texas, sorry, no. 100%, 100%. Um, and then we, we, we got to watch the Michigan-Army game live. Army just lost it. Um, had a chance to win it, just lost it. Why can't we just do that? Why can't we just be disappointing and then like come out and like, right. just I would, win? I would much rather have it that way around than the way we have it <laughs> right now. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then you've got USC getting the upset over Stanford uh, ranked. Oh, what number are they? She wrote that down. You got the number? Who, Stanford? Yeah. 23. 23? Yeah. Okay. So not real up there, but um, they got that win. Was it Wyoming beat Nebraska too? Number 25, Nebraska? Oh, no, Colorado beat Colorado, sorry, Nebraska. not Wyoming. Yeah. Um, that's right. Uh, I mentioned the Florida State just escaping Louisiana Monroe. 45-44. It's a... No defense there. Yeah. Zero defense. Um, I, don't, I want to mention this one because this isn't really a score. Well, let's do this one. UNC getting the win over Miami. I mean, I'm going to call it an upset. So, uh, Miami just had a lot of expectations. I, I think the feeling around Miami was really – was they were feeling – especially with the, the way the schedule started, you got to – you had some good enough wins, where but you weren't expected to get beat in them. Mm-hmm. And you're 0-2. Ha. Huh. Can't imagine how that feels. Yeah, it sucks. Well, sucks. What does it feel like to be on too? I've never been that. Yep. Um, <laughs> we haven't been that way since like what? 1988. 88, I think. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that was the last time we went to at home, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about 0 and two for sure. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I do want to mention too, just because of what Furman. A lot of us were saying <laughs> last week that our offense did enough to win by scoring 30 points, which doesn't make sense. They didn't. Um, Furman put 42 on him. Furman and George Quarles put 42 on Georgia State. Now Georgia State edged them. 48 to 42. I also wanted to mention it because one of the safeties for Georgia State said that Furman would be a much tougher opponent. He was right. Yep. He, he gave him right. a shot. Yep. He gave him a shot. Um, I want to mention you're seeing a lot of freshman quarterbacks mm-hmm. in college football right now. And we have a redshirt junior that is playing worse than these guys. What are you going to do, man? So, I mean, it, it's not just out of the ordinary to throw in a freshman quarterback. If Brian Mowers beats him out this week, that's it's happening other places. Yeah. And next year it's probably going to happen with us. I right now it's Harrison Bailey all the way. Yeah, starting. It's my quarterback. And it should be my quarterback. My, my quarterback. Anything else you want to talk about college football before we move on? Um, I don't. I mean, we did, we got to watch it at our tailgate. That, that's what I really like about night games is being able to watch college football games. Yeah. Especially now we can tailgate and watch college football games. Yeah, so, like, you're not having to sit through, like, commercials. Like, you can go do other stuff yeah. during commercials and come back and watch it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It it's is. nice. It is. Um, perfect. No more college football. That's great. Another, we'll we'll uh, do a, a preview of college football on Wednesday. Um, any games you want to hear talked about, you can ask us those questions. Uh, other than that, we'll just we'll talk about the big games that we want to watch uh, or just the big games or smaller ones that we're interested in. Um, I do want to mention, I don't remember the final now, but I didn't write it down, but Missouri did bounce back and, and beat West Virginia, which I know West Virginia, new coach. Bad. Yeah, but not but still, you bounced back and beat them. So, yeah. uh, coming off a tough loss. No, I mean, like, it was, like, they beat them bad. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. said West Virginia's bad. West Virginia's not great this year. Oh, yeah. But, but, but still, I think they're starting a freshman quarterback. Yeah, still big, though, to bounce back from their loss to Wyoming. Um, mm-hmm. So, yep. which is what we should have done, but we didn't. Did not. Did not. 
Um, before we get into our segments, Landon's got a friend to tell you guys about, and I know everybody probably needed needed some some blue chew last night. Yeah, so so right before we do that, I do want to give a, a shout out to Cassie Rice. Okay, she is a proud weekly listener. Of, oh yeah, a new listener too. A new listener, um, and she said she listens to us every Monday morning on her way to work. Mm, I don't blame her. Yeah. I, I, I would too. Yeah. If I could, if I like the sound of my own voice, I'd do it. And then our, our boy CJ, we ran into CJ, CJ yeah. at we're in line at the porta potty about to um, bombard a BYU fan coming out of the porta potty. We he took a, a long time, thing. by the way. Yeah, he did. I don't know he if they're serving at those Mormon tailgates, but yeah, he had to and go to the porta potty. He'd some 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 butt throw up. Oh, sure. God. <laughs> it's a terrible image. Um, but yeah, he was like, are you, are you Caleb and Landon? Y'all, I listen to your podcast. I was like, my man, <laughs> my man. Like we, um, we've never had that before. So it was a big no, deal for cool. him. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I, I've never felt lamer and cooler at the same time. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's like, you know, doing a podcast is lame. I accept that. I'm a lame dude. I yeah. just, you know, I do it. We also had shotgun it. battles. That was awesome. Um, so Wednesday, I'll, I'll try to have those videos on Wednesday. Uh, we ran into a tailgate that. Love shotgun and beers, and <laughs> they took that to a whole nother level because we love shotgun and beers. Yeah, so we took they took that to a whole nother level. We got a couple shotgun battles, old versus new, and just friend versus friend, friend versus foe. Loved it's gonna be it. great. Loved it. We'll have a good video. Um, so yeah, our, our friends at Blue Chew guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? You want to increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed? Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Brings you your first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is a prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, you can get a special deal. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free with the promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR. Try for free. They're better, cheaper, faster, easy. Thank them for sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, and check them out. Check them out. You're gonna need it after this. After the vol, the vol stuff you've gone through. So yep. Go do it. Turn your uh, Audi into an Indy real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real quick. Um, most important of the week. Um, I have one. Where's it? yeah? There it is. So Zeke getting paid. Getting paid. Getting paid six years, ninety million dollars. That makes him the highest paid running back in the NFL. It's about time. I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are ever going to let him go. No, I mean, when I drafted him, I knew it was going to happen. Like I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Like it wasn't going to be a whole season thing. I knew that wasn't the case. Yeah. So. Because I like. Did you see Dirk's tweet about him landing in Dallas? Huh. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I saw all the news reports and or all the news cameras and stuff getting here. I thought it was a like, big deal that I was coming to town. Turns out Zeke was getting on getting back from China. That's why everybody was there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, my most important. See if I can find it. 
don't really know his name, so I guess it doesn't matter. Did you see the guy throwing batting practice to two different players? Yes. Incredible. That's insane. Incredible. And, like, he was better than some of the guys in the home run derby. Yeah. That's awesome. Incredible. Absolutely awesome. incredible. Got to love that. So, our next one is uh, the Florida student um, made his own UT shirt. Oh, yeah. That's... And then was made fun of. And, you know, of course, Vol Nation just shows up. Vol Shop did a great job just sending him a bunch of stuff so he never, you know, he'll always have the UT swag. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So somebody had a tweet about that, didn't they? They're like, yeah, like that kid's going to be returning it. Or that kid's going to go up and tell the boys they were right on, yeah. on Monday at school. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I think that that's, that's really cool. It is. I hope that the proceeds from the ball shop go to like, um, that they, uh, proceeds go to like, I know they're giving them like a bully, some bull, like anti-bullying thing. I feel like they just need to go to like a scholarship fund for the kid or something. Yeah, that'd be like cool. that. Like, go directly to the kid. He designed it. He should get credit. Maybe, for it. maybe he'll be a good quarterback. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Might need him here. Yeah. We're recruiting. Is that a recruiting violation? Um, <laughs> surely not. No. No, we're good. Surely not. He's getting bullied. It's the NCAA. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I, th- I think it's awesome. It's awesome that, you know, this kid isn't, isn't even from Tennessee and we just, like, jumped all over that. Yeah. And so, it's awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that was my only most important. Mm, I think it was my only. No, it it was not. So my next one is Coastal Carolina beating Kansas. I'm mm. going to talk about it. If no one else will. I'll talk about it. Yeah, I've got a friend on the team. So shout out to to uh, Raleigh Patton. He's the long snapper. At where? At Coastal Carolina. Oh, nice. Yeah. So heck yeah. He's, I told him. Uh, I told him when he gets to Kansas. To make sure he tells Les Miles that he sucks, and Mad Hatter more like Mad Shitter. Mm. So nice, I like because he shits games away like he did against Coastal Carolina. <laughs> what about the? Did you see him knocking down the 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 Jayhawk pinata? Yeah. So like I like I was wondering what they're going to do with that because um, she was or he sent a picture. It was like on the bus, the team bus mm-hmm. going uh, going to Kansas. So I was wondering what he was going to do with that. So it made sense then. Yeah, it's awesome. Not a good look for the Mad Hatter, though. No, not a good look. But that dude, you need to watch the ESPN Plus, though. It, it is great. Less uh, miles to go. It's a good. It's a good little series, and it'll be week to week. So I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, see what after this game, what. What's oh, they're like. doing it like as far like, it, it went into the, the first season? week. So maybe it stops after the first week. But like oh, you okay. saw the game from the first week. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Fail uh, the week. Fail the week. Let's see. Got to pull one up. I'll go first. Okay. So. Patrick Mahomes had a great game today, but he had one pass where he tried the no look and threw it way out of bounds to Travis Kelsey. That would have been a touchdown if he just oh. looked at the, the yeah, receiver. Yeah, like three no lookers this game then. Yeah. Because like, they had tweeted like, in the first quarter like they something like uh, Patrick Mahomes already out here throwing no lookers. and He's in, he's insane. One. Yeah, he is. He's incredible. He's a freak athlete. I also have one more most important. Did you see Rafael, Rafael Nadal's shot? Um, going around the uh, tennis net. Mm-mm. So, in a phenomenal shot that like oh, took yeah, Nadal so far outside that he had to hit. So, that's legal to – you can hit around the net. That he had to hit. I mean, it maybe came knee high past the net. Mm-hmm. And perfect. Like, dude had no play on it. Yeah. Absolutely incredible shot. 
you also see him hit up into the booth. I can't remember who's up. Brett McMurphy and some and uh, Johnny McEnroe were up yeah. in the booth. <laughs> yeah, he just freaking laser. Yep. I think it was Rafa. Was it Rafa? Yeah, it was. Um, fail of the week though. I've got Antonio Brown and the Raiders. Uh, so very obvious that Antonio Brown just wanted to go. We also didn't do a Hard Knocks preview. This, yeah. I guess we'll touch on we'll touch on that Wednesday. I guess because we this is a long episode. But uh, Antonio Brown, just an absolute a random little pitch. Uh, fit he's pitching and then mm. tried to like I feel like John Gruden just looked like a good coach in the video that he released of him yeah being recorded um, yeah it's a weird situation I think it's just I think hopefully they investigate because I feel like this is definitely Patriots collusion and ooh I mean right maybe I'm not saying the deal couldn't get done within five hours but everybody in the world predicted where he was going to go yeah. It seems like he's been trying to get out of Oakland or Las Vegas, whatever you want to call it right now, mm-hmm. since he got there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why John Green was like, dude, do you, do you want to be a Raider or yeah. not? We just like, need to know at this point. Like, we got to know. And I'm I'm not crazy about John Gruden. Like, I don't really like him that much, but I felt bad for him in this. And I felt like he handled the situation as best as anybody. Yeah, he, like, he wanted Antonio Brown. Yeah. But Antonio Brown did not want the Raiders. No. Not at um, all. That was my only fail this week. So I think my last one was the Bears um, started a drive and it was, ended up being first and forty. Bold strategy, Cotton. I think they had to punt. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, your boy Mitch Mitchell. Yeah, he didn't, didn't, didn't looking so hot. Didn't is, play too hot. Is Bray still with the Bears? Where's Bray? Can we see Bray this this year. Doubt it. I feel like Mitch fix, figures it out, but yeah, I like him. Yeah. I like him. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. It's been another great episode. A great way to end your week. Or if you're going to listen to the pod, if, you're, if you've just finished the podcast on Monday morning, people like Cassidy, great way to start off your week. Um, either way, however you're doing it. Glad you guys joined us um, as much as I hate that we're 0-2. It was great to talk some Tennessee football with you folks. No tailgate this week. Uh, we'll see you after the game because we'll probably go do something after now. Um, because we won't be. Ooh, hopefully, after party. Yeah, we haven't done anything this year because we've yeah. been very depressed. Yeah. So hopefully we get a win this week. Hopefully it's different. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Thank you for everyone who came to the tailgate. Thank you for everyone who listened to the podcast. Enjoy it. Well, yeah. I guess we'll just tweet out our keys to the game before. I don't know. Right. We, are you going? You're not going to the game. You have to work, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll probably have to yeah. tweet them out. We'll just tweet them out. Um, we might go live after. Who knows? May, may go live after. You might yeah, see we'll, us. We'll, we'll see. But enjoy your week. Um, We'll see you guys back on Wednesday. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.